Blog Talk Radio. Spirit You on Blog Talk Radio. This show is a collaboration between five women and spirit or universe, all brought to you by www.mindbodyspiritu.com. That's the letter U. There are weekly shows on Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, two Wednesdays a month at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and two Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time covering topics about all things healing, spiritual, metaphysical and we even throw in a bit of science. Many of our shows include time for you to ask for assistance on your journey and you will be able to experience some amazing healing modalities and receive guidance, authentic spiritual guidance, right here, right now. Many are aware of the quickly changing perspectives about our mind, bodies, and spirit, and that's exactly what we are here to discuss. So please join us in the spiral of life, and together we will learn, grow, and heal. Now let's get started with today's show. Hello and welcome to the monthly tapping circle brought to you by Mind Body Spirit You here on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, my name is Lindsay Murdoch. I'm a certified EFT practitioner, a certified matrix or imprinting practitioner, and your host for today's show. I'm joined by my lovely co-host and producer, Tracy Liebman, and we are really glad that you've decided to join us today for our tapping circle. Um, I'm going to go through a few quick business items, um, and then we'll move into some of the uh, more energetic type work. Um, so if you are new to EFT, if you've never experienced it before, you're completely unfamiliar, or you'd just like to review the tapping points, um, we'll be tapping on some points on the um, head and upper body. And a diagram of those tapping points is available at www.mindbodyspiritu, that's the letter U, dot com forward slash EFT dash tapping dash points. Um, you'll see a picture of a woman, and she has the points clearly marked on her. Um, that will help you follow along. I will also be using verbal cues as we go through the protocol, um, though sometimes I do forget to uh, indicate moving to the next point that I will endeavor to remember. Um, but you'll also notice as I use my uh, verbal cues that I often do things in a diff slightly different order than what you'll see on that tapping diagram. I usually start um, following the first point on the side of the hand. I move directly to the top of the head and I move down the body and then we just keep cycling through until we use up all the words that feel appropriate for that particular round of tapping. Uh, so, 
I invite everyone who's listening, be it live or on the recording, to tap along with us as we do this work. Um, there's a phenomenon in EFT called boring benefits, and it is remarkably effective. So by tapping along with someone else's issue, even if it doesn't seem terribly uh, relevant to you, you do get to experience the benefits um, along with. So please do tap along. Um, and here is where I get to remind you to take full responsibility for your emotional well-being uh, while listening along. If we touch on anything that brings up some strong emotions for you, you find yourself triggered, please do keep tapping. Just breathe and tap. You can mute it if the words are are, um, are uh, what's triggering you. You just turn the volume down um, and just keep tapping through those points. Keep tapping, breathing, um, and the intensity will come down. It, uh, the tapping has been um, demonstrated scientifically to calm the physiology of the stress response. So um, once you got yourself uh, de-stressed to a certain degree, if you would like some one-on-one support for a specific issue, you can get in touch with me at mindbodyspiritu, the letter U dot com, uh, backslash, forward slash, I don't know what those slashes are, someday I'll learn it, lindsay-murdoch, and you click on the EFT button. Um, find the book now button, and we'll connect that way. Um, if you're listening live uh, via the webcast on your computer, and you would like to call in to get some of this awesome work one-on-one with me for free, the number to call is 646-595-2385. Once you get through, just press 1 on your phone, and Tracy will help usher you into the circle. Additionally, if you have a question to ask me or Tracy um, or just have a comment to make via the webcast, you can do that by um, typing it into the chat room and we'll see your your query there and uh, respond to it there. Um, One last quick thing. When I'm working with someone doing the tapping one-on-one, you will probably hear some pauses from me, I'll ask. A question, um, and then you'll probably hear a pause while I write things down. Um, And I do that because the specific wording in EFT, I want to make sure I'm using my client's wording, not the wording as I understand it. And the best way that I can do that is to just jot those words down. So um, it is key to having EFT work as effectively as it does. Uh, So I do need to jot them down. Bear with me as you hear those pauses. I haven't disappeared. Or I haven't disappeared yet. We haven't had that happen yet, have we, Tracy? Um, I'm just uh, writing a few words down to make sure that the laser focus gets aimed at the issue and doesn't get lost in how I interpret it or remembered it back. Um, so, Tracy, did I miss anything? Is there anything you wanted to add? Mm, no, you. I think you did cover everything, but I just want to say hello, and yep, I'm here, and feel free to chat with me or call in and I'll help um, put you right through to Lindsay. And in the meantime, I think you have some things up your sleeve while we're waiting for callers. Yes, I do. I have a little bit of a short uh, a short centering exercise to open things up. Um, and then, um, yeah, we can try a few things. But yeah, this show does work best when we have someone to work with one-on-one. So if you're feeling a bit shy about calling in, 
um, please do it. It will be for your tremendous benefit, and others will benefit as well. So that the number again is 646-595-2385. Okay, so just something to get us nice and centered and and, uh, breathing easily and smoothly. Um, Right, oh, I just wanted to mention, uh, I had sort of indicated that this theme that may be relevant to many people um, since we're not so distant past from New Year's when many people make resolutions or set goals or intentions for the year. Um, and I can't remember what the statistic is on how many resolutions don't go past you know, the two-week mark. Uh, it's a pretty high percentage. But um, my intention for this tapping circle um, and for all the work that I do, in fact, is to cultivate a sense of acceptance and self-love. So I just wanted to read something that I came across today um, via Facebook. And it is something that uh, a woman named Lynn Bonelli wrote on the elephantjournal.com talking about finding happiness in her own skin and and just sort of talking about self-work in general and and how often we come at self-work with the objective or aim to fix something about us that feels broken. Um, And, you know, reflecting back, to be perfectly honest, that's probably how I approached it initially as well. But um, through the course of the work, and I think through... Through the way that EFT is structured in that we say over and over again, I love and accept myself, I love and accept myself as part of the tapping protocol, and it really has cultivated a much, well, Tracy, you knew me a long time ago, (laughs) a much bigger sense of self-love and self-acceptance. So um, a little quote that I pulled from Lynn Benelli's uh, post was, Granted, there's nothing wrong with trying to increase our compassion, overcome our addictions, break our bad habits, and enhance our our good ones, but change must come from a place of love and acceptance, not loathing, self-hate, or denial. So, and and that I think is where we fail is when we try to change ourselves from a place of self-loathing. Is um, you cannot find the energy of success from the energy of beating yourself up. So I'll say that as my intention. Um, so uh, everyone listening in, take a deep breath in, letting it flow out. If you'd like to close your eyes, maybe notice how you're feeling in your body this evening. Taking some more breath in, slow and easy. Letting them go. Just noticing anything showing up in your awareness, in your body, in your thoughts. And turn your attention to a time when you decided to do something. Maybe you formed a resolution, you formed a goal, you formed an intention, or you just decided to do something. You know, maybe it was a plan for the day. And 
you were just met with resistance at every turn. Nothing seemed to go right. You beat yourself up. Traffic got in the way. Whatever it was. A time where there was a lot of resistance that slowed the progress or maybe even halted the progress towards something that you maybe wanted or perhaps even in your heart of hearts didn't want to do, but had decided to do nonetheless. Notice how your body feels as you bring that to mind. And take another big deep breath in and let it out. And then bring to mind a time that you decided to do something and it just flowed. You decided at the last minute to go for a hike in the mountains and everything came together perfectly and it just all worked and how that felt in your body and how that feels in your body recalling it now. Or maybe it was something bigger than that, perhaps a project you decided you found yourself inspired and embarked on the steps it took for, to complete that project and how that felt. And take another big deep breath in and letting it go. And just notice that we all have experiences of having things go both ways. And perhaps you even noticed how your heart felt in terms of the desire of each of those two contrasting experiences. Or how you talk to yourself, either about the possibility or how it went. Just noticing and not judging. So my question to our listeners would be, how could you bring more of the energy, the thoughts, the processes, around a time when things were flowing into any current goals or objectives that you might be holding. And in the description um, of this show, I mentioned the concept, or I touched upon the concept of learning to become your own best cheerleader in order to be able to achieve those goals, especially the big goals. Because the big goals are never anything that happens Overnight, there's multiple steps to the process and it requires um, a continuous infusion of energy or repeated infusions of energy to meet those small objectives that make up the big goal. Um, And if you're berating yourself along the way or you're cheering the small successes along the way, creates a really different set, uh, different 
circumstances around the energy that's being held. And I think when I first encountered this concept of being kinder to myself, I was kind of like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I could be kinder to myself. But when I put myself outside myself and I imagined someone else speaking to me that way, the way that I spoke to myself, and I tried to imagine how motivated or not motivated I might be to follow through on what I was being urged to do, I realized it was ridiculous to think that the way that I spoke to myself would be, or the energy that I held around um, urging myself to continue on would not be possible if someone else were speaking to me. I would you know, tell them to take a hike or I would give up or I would... And no wonder I did give up. So that may be for anyone new to this type of idea, um, that might be a different way of thinking of it. Would you feel motivated if your boss was speaking to you the way you speak to yourself? Um, And we don't have to, you know, jump up and down every time. If that's your thing, go for it. (laughs) You don't have to jump up and down every time you make a small objective. But just infusing a little bit of energy into that. I think in this hurried culture of doing, 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 so often when we do something and we accomplish it and it, 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 it's done, it went okay, we just give it a, just the slightest check mark, like, oh, good, that's off my to-do list. Now what do I need to focus on? And even pausing for 5 or 10 or 15 seconds to really appreciate what's just happened and that you are two steps closer to your goal or half a step closer to your goal or, you know, five pages uh, further along in your um, manuscript or whatever it is, acknowledging that is really, really powerful. Um, But it's really hard to do when we have habits that are contrary to that, and that's where the EFT can be a really wonderful tool because we can use it for ourselves. You know, um, we can do some really good, deep work when working with uh, a practitioner and, you know, carve out and and, um, address some of the roots and the causes of where this might come from. But then there's also the habit aspect to it. And EFT is a tool that we can all use. And we can all use it easily and we can use it in the moment. It's simple. And using that dual approach of doing deep work with a practitioner, whether it's EFT or something else, to address those roots and then breaking down the bad habits and having a tool that's accessible um, it's really wonderful, and, and it's one of the things I really, really love about EFT is that I don't, it's not necessary to wait for someone else to help you or rely on someone else to help you to be able to do some really powerful work. Um, so, yeah, Tracy, we, we chatted a little bit about the idea of, of sabotage. We could do just a little bit of, um, we could chat a little bit about it or... Um, I could do a little bit of tapping for people to follow along with um, and tap along in behind my script uh, 
on the idea of sabotage. Any what thoughts? You, uh, um, what would what do you think would be the most helpful if we chatted and then possibly because we were talking before the show about one of my things that has sort of been a goal of mine and I can't seem to get it to come together. <laughs> um, and then that's when I said, oh, like, why do people sabotage, you know, their their, their self-care in this case, what I'm talking about is self-care oriented. Um, so if it would be helpful to have a live person, we could sort of go through my stuff if you want, or we could talk a little bit about sabotage and then you could use your um, tapping model that you already had prepared. What What do you feel? Would be... Did you have anything to add about the idea? I'm sure you do. <laughs> You're a really smart lady. About, you know a lot about sabotage? Yeah. Well, I mentioned to you um, that piece of, like, how is it connected to self-love? And I put a question mark after that, meaning I don't know if I have the answers. But so a common thing, you know, eating healthy exercise, you know, getting our finances in order, right? Like all these are very common things that people will set as goals, intentions, etc. And the new year just tends to bring people to a place of really thinking and considering. And so we decide, okay, you know, um, I'm in a place where I've already made lots of changes, okay? Maybe we're not going from zero to 100, but we're already at like 80, you know? We're doing so much right with our healthy diet, let's say. Use that as an example because that's a little bit what mine's about, and, and I'll use that as an example, which is about meal planning and having the right foods on hand so that you can just... You know, I'm an easygoing, I like to cook. I always tell my family, please, just tell me what you want. <laughs> I'll make it, you know. And, like, if company's coming or we're going to have visitors or something, I always make myself get motivated to do it, to plan, and to get the appropriate things in the house. I know I'm zigzagging, sorry, my tendency to do so. but I'm following. But I hope everyone else is. Um, but the question becomes, why is it that week after week, month after month, I end up like, why haven't I figured out my system yet of how to become organized enough? And so then the word sabotage comes in. Well, what am I sabotaging? Like, why? Why? I have no idea. I know that I feel better when I eat um, healthy, wonderful, home-prepared meals, Um I know I have the capability to do it. It's not even, that's what I mean by I'm like 80% there. Um, But for some reason it doesn't always come together or most of the time it doesn't come together. I don't take the time to do it. So sabotage, why why am I doing that to myself? And then that word self-love, that that phrasing self-love comes up and I think, is it because of that? Or is it just life? You know how everybody says, oh, I just don't have time for whatever it is, to exercise, mm-hmm. take, meditate, to anything. Um, so what are your thoughts? Because I just sort of rambled. Do you have anything coming up about this concept of how it relates, sabotage, and how it relates to self-love? 
I absolutely agree with you. I know. <laughs> Just asked you for your opinion. Now I'm saying something else. I absolutely agree with you. There is absolutely no place for self-hatred. Oh, I can't believe I'm not getting this together. Oh, I can't believe I haven't figured out a way. I'm not doing that. I'm being accepting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and being curious. Like, I don't understand what I'm missing, you know? So what do you what do you think? I think sometimes maybe what – there's certainly aspects of self-sabotage, and um, EFT is a great tool for that in terms of being able to maybe uncover where we're, you know, um, performing hidden loyalties, mm-hmm. um, either to something we learned when we were quite young or maybe another um, – usually a learning very early on um, – to address true self-sabotage, but I think sometimes just shifting habits, there's a different type of self-love at work there where our amygdala, uh, parts of our brain, parts of our nervous system are programmed to kind of freak out when we move outside our comfort zone. And it's it's sort of a backwards form of self-love, but it's loving us in in trying to keep us safe. So trying to change things, and and especially a habit so ingrained as food, um, I think it could be either, right? It could be truly self-sabotage, you know, and there's there's a, a specific aspect to look at there, or it could just be those alarm bells going off, um, when we're trying to move outside that sphere of comfort that we're accustomed to to existing in and and, and stretching outside those boundaries and using regular tapping is a great way to calm that alarm system that keeps going off so when we notice ourselves and and I love that you're bringing that that um oh it's the words escaping me attitude of curiosity to it because when we're curious then we can notice and go oh yeah I could let's see I'm not doing it <laughs> mm-hmm. and and then do the tapping well you mentioned um and I wish I I didn't I didn't write down your words <laughs> you <mentioned laughs> at the beginning how you do that and that's very wise in the work that you do but you mentioned something about um these are my words like unconscious sort of Things that maybe we learned as a child, et cetera, mm-hmm. and that there's uh, seem like you were allu- sort of alluding to techniques or tools on how to uncover those, and that kind of got my curiosity peaked. I was like, I don't know exactly what you're referencing, if there is something, or maybe I misunderstood. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, well, for if I was led to understand that there was a specific. Um, perhaps memory, what I would probably use is actually matrix re-imprinting, which utilizes the EFT and EFT tapping points. Um, But we would drop into the feeling and allow it to take us back to a specific time. Um, For instance, um, I learned maybe five years ago that my mother never tastes food that she's making. If she's preparing a dinner, she will never taste it to make sure it tastes okay. 
She says it makes her feel sick to do it. And she could actually tell me exactly why that was, which I found utterly fascinating. It was because she was told at some point in the distant past that if she ate while she was preparing a meal, that she would get fat. Wow. So she's holding this belief that was obviously quite deeply imprinted upon her (laughs) Mm -hmm. for her to feel physically ill upon tasting something. Um, And to me, that was like, wow, that's, that's such a great example of, of how these beliefs shape us and, um, yeah, it sort of came along in tandem with, with what I was learning about subconscious beliefs, so it was really fascinating to me. But um, what we could do with the matrix or imprinting is we could, using our mind's eye and our imagination, would be to go back to that moment in time where someone said that to her. Obviously, it was someone who was pretty influential for her to, to absorb that fairly deeply, or it was said in such a way that it was... Um, meant to be very influential um, and work with we call them in matrix or imprinting the echoes so her echo would be whoever she was at the age that she was imparted this piece of information that's still impacting her to this day and we would use the EFT to help loosen the um, emotional weight around that so that new information um, could possibly come in. And that information always comes from the client. It's never something um, that I impose upon them. If they're having trouble coming up with ideas, I'll throw out a few suggestions and and maybe just to get things running. But um, that that new wisdom, and often that, that other learning, that other wisdom is just under the surface. It's just under that anger or fear or frustration or whatever it is. Um, so, yeah, it's really beautiful that it allows that, that new new understanding to come forward. And I think I just talked in a really big circle and went zigzaggy too. <laughs> no, <laughs> actually, it, it totally made sense to me. And I'm also really glad that we were able to touch upon matrix re-imprinting because I keep thinking, let's do that, you know, because that's mm-hmm. another... Yeah, yeah, it's a difficult one to sort of bring up and say, okay, this is what I'm going to talk about. But yes, that was a wonderful organic um, opportunity that arose there, yeah. So yeah, that's how Matrix works. And because we're uh, working with a moment in time where things first got plugged in, so to speak, we're not fighting against the current of history. So if I were to do if I were to use EFT with my mom about this issue today, you know, we would say even though I feel ill when I taste something, and what we would be doing was we'd be pushing against and, and EFT is a very powerful tool, so it, it there would be a, a good deal of movement, but and sometimes it is just that simple, but we'd be pushing against all the memories and all the experiences that she had from whatever age she was, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to throw a number out there, 12, until current day. So we've got dec- decades of memories and experiences 
layered upon each other. So each time, you know, she was cooking something and thought maybe she should taste it or she tried to taste it and felt sick. So we've got this accumulation that we're sort of trying to push back against. Whereas with the matrix, we sort of skip right over that, go right to the the root or where where that belief got plugged in and work with that. And it shifts so much more easily because we don't we're not pushing against that history, that backlog. So that's the cool thing about it. And things and really profound things can shift that way too because we do sort of um, jump over the backlog, so to speak. Yeah. It's good stuff and so important um, in the sense of having tools to help us release these patterns, you know, and having... Um, these tools to help us release these, um, well, they started out as beliefs and then turned into patterns, I guess, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's amazing. And I know that um, you have worked through some things with me, and it's been exceptionally helpful. So, um, thank you. Thank ah, you. But I, I, I still, I'm still clueless, so we'll see what happens. I, I don't know if I, if I had that, that, piece of information like your mom has you know she was told yeah and it's not necessary to, sorry that that yeah i probably should have mentioned that sometimes no, yeah, when no. when i say you know we drop into a memory people kind of freak out like i don't remember exactly. <laughs> i don't know where that came from and most often we don't um i have lots of different things uh that i can use to help people access the subconscious and drop into that you know we can use a body feeling we, I, i've got lots of visualization oh. techniques um I'm mm-hmm. probably a little shy on maybe my auditory um, <laughs> work with auditory people because mm-hmm. um, I don't, uh, and then I think maybe, well, I don't know, I guess I could speak slowly in a very hypnotic type way <laughs> that might mm-hmm. be helpful. Um, but yeah, I have lots of, of, of ways to help people get there. Yeah. yeah. That's a common concern, I think, with people is like, oh gosh, I don't know where that came from. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, great points, and um, I think that you know we've. It's good to remember that accepting wherever we're at is a great place to start, <laughs> and then you know looking at where we want to go, and then all that in between, right? And that's when the things come up. Oh, I know. Um, you know. Maybe I have a fear about this or, um, I don't know, you know, with exercise. I hated gym class. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Then you can yep. go back and, well, when do you remember the first time you hated gym class? <laughs> and go back and undo that energy of the past there and move forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and often when it's helpful not to try and remember the the thing that we think that makes sense. Right. Like that one, the the example you gave right there is a perfect one. You know, we might think that we hate exercise because we hate a gym class, because that's that's a, a you know a cognitive memory that we have of hating gym class. But it often goes back even further than that. Mm-hmm. So, not trying to summon up what we think should be the memory um, allows the technique to to do its work and take us back to to where. It, often truly is. Sometimes it is there, but sometimes not. 
Okay. So we could do a little bit of just sort of general tapping around. Um, I, I The best I can do is um, offer sort of common, I know that many, many New Year's resolutions are set around better eating habits, um, you know, losing weight. Um, and I think, I can't remember if this was, this was probably before the call started, you talked about the common ones being around food or uh, finances, spending habits, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think Christmas certainly, <laughs> Christmas certainly lends itself to that. With you know, it is a big spending time, and it is a celebration focused around food. So we tend to sort of have the pendulum swing in one direction, and then New Year's resolutions are an attempt to to correct that. But it often swings so far. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's regaining that sense of balance. <laughs> It's kind of interesting, isn't it, <laughs> that we all um, go for it in the sense of, oh, I say we all, I mean, you know, most people, um, in the sense of overdoing it during the holiday season, whether it be with food, libation, spending, mm. and then everybody, oh, my God, and freaks out and tries to reset at the beginning of the year. Yeah, it was interesting to notice. Obviously, I've done enough work in that area so <laughs> that area other areas still way more work to do but that area it, yeah I, it wasn't terribly excessive this year and and resetting was relatively simple for me so mm-hmm. yay me got one yeah <laughs> See, there you go um, i'm being my golden best cheerleader acknowledging that success uh, like i said other areas of my life certainly need some more attention <laughs> But that one, yeah, the the food and the excess, mm-hmm. uh, that one feels pretty yeah, good at this you, point in right. time. Yeah, and I I I feel very similar. It was um, mm-hmm. a nice, um, easy transition. Um, this idea of me wanting to um, have healthy meal plans in place, food in place has has kind of been a thing for a while now. <laughs> it's not new, but anyway. And it's not just because of the holidays or just because of this or just because of that. But um yeah, it's an ongoing thing and I, I think that I need to just um well continue to be where I'm at and also try new things. And you mentioned that you have I asked you how you handle this situation and and we'll see if um, your suggestions before we got on the call help me, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and then, I'm always trying to convert people to my grocery shopping system because it works so well. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, I'm appreciative. So contact Lindsay if you need a grocery. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> grocery shopping system. Anyway, so yeah, let's tap Flexible through. Flexible yet some- organized. Flexible yet organized. Yeah, that's good. Um, so, yeah, go for it. And um, we will all tap along with you and yeah. everybody can experience how it goes. Sounds great. So, yeah, I will use it around I'll, – I'll keep it pretty general. Um, as I mentioned in my intro, being more specific does help EFT work better. So if you don't get – hugely profound results from this, do bear in mind that I am being fairly general here and I'm not using anyone's specific words. Um, So, yeah, just take that with a grain of salt. 
I'll keep it pretty general around um, excess. Oh, I know what I was going to say, Tracy. I think you said you know that this idea of healthier eating had sort of, or or better planning around healthier eating has been something you've been wanting to do for a while, or had been considering for a while, or giving thought to for a while. And I think we all we all do that. I think we all have an idea of what our our New Year's resolutions might be before the New Year hits. Um, and we've been concerning them and, and realizing that they are an area of potential growth for us before that. And then it, it's really about the energy that we bring to that moment of transition, whether it's a drill sergeant energy or whether it's, a okay, a, a, an infusion of energy of, all right, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm hoping that this tapping will help anyone who's in drill sergeant mode trans transition into, okay, here's where I'm going. Mm. So, uh, without further ado, um, tapping on the side of your hand, so in the diagram that should be number one, I think. So that side of your hand and just tapping continuously. Um, for anyone who's new, I'm just going to I'm gonna say tap, 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 just to give you the, the pace at which you'd be tapping. So tap, 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 tap on the side of your hand. And I'm going to say the words and then leave a, a pause or a, a silence or space for our listeners to repeat that back. Um, and saying it out loud is quite powerful. So if you're able to do that, you, know, you don't feel too subconscious with um, anyone around you, repeating it back out loud um, is great. If not, repeat it back um, in your head. So tapping on the side of your hand. Even though Christmas was filled with excess, there was too much food, too many calories, too much spending. I choose to forgive myself. Even though I have to get back on track, I need to eat healthier and be kinder to my body. But it's a big transition. I haven't been eating healthy food or using healthy spending habits. And I don't know how to make this big change. And even though that's true, I choose to be kind with myself anyways. Even though I'm disgusted with myself and I just need to do it. If I could hire a drill sergeant to keep me on track, I would. It just needs to get done. And even though I want to do it so badly, but I'm afraid of failing again, I choose to be a little kinder and a little more gentle with myself and be curious about what happens. And then starting at the top of the head, tapping on the top of your head, it was too much. Moving to the eyebrow. I overdid it. Moving to the side of the eye, 
I'm disgusted with myself underneath the eye. I need to change these habits once and for all underneath the nose. I need a big change. Chin. This has got to go differently. Collarbone. Because something is not working here. Underneath the arm. I can tell in how my body feels. Back to the top of the head. I can tell what I'm doing right now is not working. Eyebrow. I don't feel good. Side of the eye. I'm not happy with myself. Underneath the eye. And in the past, I've yelled at myself. Underneath the nose. I haven't always been kind to myself. On the chin. And it works for a while. Collarbone. But then I start to feel defeated. Underneath the arm. And I lose momentum. Top of the head. And then I feel worse. Eyebrow. What if I could be curious? Side the eye. And try something a little bit different. Underneath the eye. And celebrate the small successes. Underneath the nose. Sure, I still ate chips today on the chin, but I had that salad too. Collarbone. What if I could start to celebrate those salads underneath the arm and give just as much attention, top of the head, and energy to the things I am doing well Eyebrow, and as I have been to the things I'm not doing well. Side of the eye. I wonder what would happen underneath the eye if I gave as much energy and attention underneath the nose to the positives, chin, as I have been to the negatives, collarbone. I wonder how that might turn the tides underneath the arm. I choose to be curious about that. And take a big deep breath in and let it out. And just check in with yourself and see how that feels. And be I invite all our listeners to be curious about that. To be curious about Maybe thinking back to the opening exercise about the time that thing, something flowed and just went and it, and it was easy. The, the energy and attention that you were giving things versus a time when there was a lot of resistance. You know, if we want ourselves to succeed, we do have to give just as much attention and more attention to the, the things that are going well. Um, and for, 
many of us when we're starting out on the journey to give more attention to things that are going well is is, is a really big adjustment. Um, so celebrate the small successes of shifting small bits of attention. Yeah. I don't think I have anything more to add to that tapping, unless you had a question, Tracy. No, it feels good, but I I, I had a um, something to add, not necessarily a question, but I just wanted yeah. to out. Yeah, you do. That um, uh, if you were working through that with a client, right, or a caller tonight, mm-hmm. then you always check in, like, after each round and see where they're at, right, um, and ask like more questions, and then you can you sort of tweak the wording some. Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, go on to the next yeah. phase, so to speak. Exactly, yes. If I was working one-on-one with someone, I would ask, you know, what's still there? What, what are you experiencing now? What's your um, perception of it now? There's a lot of questions that I would ask, and I would tailor it uh, based on who I was uh, working with. But, yes, it, it wouldn't end there. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard it once said, and, and I've repeated it a few times, but it's a good one. They they said um, it's usually being greedy isn't a great thing, but being greedy and going for a zero in tapping, you know, normally we sort of mark our progress using a zero to ten scale in terms of the intensity of, of what we're feeling, um, usually around a negative um, <clears throat> emotional state, but sometimes we flip the, the scale on its end. Um, so the objective in, in most of our tapping rounds is to get to a zero in terms of the negative intensity. So um, I've heard it said, and I repeat it fairly often, I suppose, is you know it's perfectly okay to be greedy and go for that zero and, and keep tapping and keep moving on. You know, why be satisfied with just a 50% reduction in, in discomfort? Why not go for 100? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. And... Um, I know from my own experience that it's possible. And um, I just want to do a shout-out in the sense of finding us on Facebook, if that's okay with you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so <laughs> My Body, Spirit, You, the letter U on Facebook, and also you can find Lindsay on her private page there, which is Lindsay Murdoch, and um, connect with her there, along with the website, um, that you mentioned at the beginning, which is mind, body, spirit, you, and then forward slash, <laughs> wink, wink, forward <laughs> okay, slash, got it, Lindsay dash Murdoch, and you'll find her page, and can connect there also. Um, and it's totally fine that you continue to forget that because it's okay, right? <laughs> Acceptance. Um, and then I also wondered if did you have a book or um, I know I can't even remember it was a long time ago before I met you that I did have a book and that I first learned about um, emotional freedom technique and how to use it for yourself at home kind of thing and I don't remember the title or the author or anything and I don't even know if it's still like stashed somewhere here or if I borrowed it out but do you have any recommendations for people if they want to um, learn more about how to work with this even on their own, even though I do believe it's 
for me, my experience has been it's been more beneficial to work with um, a facilitator, but it, it can also be helpful or if you want to help your children, you know, which is mm-hmm. one of the reasons why I started <laughs> using it was to help um, with anxiety and stuff here at home with my kids. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I did not learn about it through a book. I learned about it, although there is a book, um, uh, Gary Craig was the founder of EFT. He um, adapted um, something called Thought Field Therapy or TFT, simplified it and made it easily accessible and um, simple and easy to do so that, just like you said, you know anyone can do it. Um, and he had a manual that was available, downloadable for free. Um, it still might be there. Um, I haven't checked in a while, but... In any case, he has written a book, and it is available through. It would be available through Amazon. I'm, I'm certain of it. Um, Say his name again, just for everybody. Gary Craig. So yeah, there you if go. you okay. typed in EFT and Gary Craig, I'm sure you would find it. So I, I did download the the manual. I found it somewhat difficult, and and maybe that's just because of a visual tendency in terms of learning. Um, but I found it a little bit difficult to take the written protocol and understand how I should apply it physically. Um, so when I saw someone doing it, it, it made a whole lot more sense. And then just like you said, when I reached the point where I was like, okay, enough is enough, I, I can't feel like this anymore, and I went to see a practitioner, that's when it became simple and easy. So having done it along with the practitioner, it finally gave me enough confidence to apply it to myself. Um, yeah. Yeah. In the past, I, I mean, I, I was reading all kinds of case studies, and I was astounded at the results that people were getting, and I really believed that it worked. I mean, there couldn't be this many people giving these kind of, of testimonials and, and submitting these case studies for it to be not effective. So I was I was certainly convinced from, from that aspect, but in terms of applying it to myself, I did really have to experience it along with someone who had a great deal of experience um, in order to sort of borrow that confidence, so to speak, to to start doing it for myself. Uh-huh. But yeah, um, it certainly is learnable, and maybe, like I said, maybe that is um, maybe that's just me as as a visual tendency of of learning. So if if um, that experience isn't required for your style of learning, then reading might might well be sufficient. Right, and I also know that there are some. The <laughs> good old YouTube. If you are a visual learner, absolutely, yeah, yeah. you can go in and put in YouTube EFT, videos. yeah, and yeah. Find one it. of my favorites is actually, um, yeah. If you want to go the YouTube route, one of my very favorites is um, Brad Yates Tap O the Morning. So T A P O apostrophe the Morning. It's fun. I, it's got a lot of humor. It's cute, um, and, and it gives you a good grounding in 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 how it works. Yeah, it's probably one of the most um, popular ones out there. Yeah, I've seen it, and it's it is a good one. It is a good, a top of the morning, tap of the morning. It is a good way to start your day. Um, so, thank you oh so much, and I'll let you go ahead and um, say goodbye to the, you know, close up your end of the show. But I just yeah. thank you, Lindsay, and. Um, remind everybody that if you're listening on archive, which is probably what everybody's going to be listening to, 
um, to meet us back here the second Wednesday of next month and um, be prepared and, and call in and experience this live for yourself um, because it really is a wonderful modality. Thanks, Tracy. Thanks so much for for being my co-host and bringing your points of view and, and chatting. And thank you. You really add a You're special welcome. dynamic. And thank you to our listeners. Uh, yeah. So call in next time. The thirteenth of February would be the second February, second Wednesday of February. Um, yeah, and experience the the, the true depth and and uh, power of EFT by having a caller. So yeah, I don't have anything more to add. And my little one, who everyone probably heard whispering at me, is now going back upstairs. So <laughs> no, that's fine. We are a family-friendly show here. Yes. <laughs> you can go give that little one some love and kisses and tuck yes, them in the bed. In. Yeah. All right. Well, good night, everyone. Good night, Lindsay. Good night. Thank you.